Hello, my siblings in Christ. This is such an unexpected podcast. I like, I'm, I thought that I was going to be like planning out a podcast and I was going to be posting it um, like sometime Sunday or next Sunday, but God had other plans and he said that he wanted it early. So we're going to just be obedient because I've tried so many times to post this word that came to me today on social media and it just was not working. And I kept hearing and feeling that my spirit spend more time on this. Like basically don't rush this one. Like I need you to actually like spend more time explaining the thing that I just showed you. And I don't know like who this is for or how many people this is for, but I do feel like this is something that God very intentionally wants to be released for somebody or somebody's. And so the only thing I can do is be obedient because I tried to post it you know I tested the spirit to see if I like you know that was God, what God really wanted and he did because when I posted it on social media it was like um choppy and like the message what I was trying to get out was nobody was going to be able to receive it so here we are on YouTube today and we're going to be talking about childhood trauma but um before we get into that God had revealed to me that um he something else in the passage that we're gonna be in like he revealed something to me that I was gonna share in a different post which I still may or may not do but um it's still very important to just understanding like the things that happen when you're in relationship with Jesus so in the passage that we're going to be in, or the scripture that we're going to be in, is in Mark chapter 9. And so, between chapters 2 through 12, um, or in verses 2 through 12, between verses 2 through 12, Jesus revealed to me how important it is to spend time with him alone. So, it says in Mark 9 chapter, Mark chapter 9 verses 12, Lord help me. Mark chapter 9 verses 2. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him and led them up a high mountain where they were alone. There he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. And there appeared before them Elijah and Moses who were talking with Jesus. And what Jesus revealed to me when I was reading this is how important it is to spend a long time with him because there is questions that you may have or things that you may want to know or questions things that you don't even know are to come and so you if you are spending time alone with God then he is going to reveal glorious things to you like he physically revealed his glorious like some of his glorious self to James John and Peter and he revealed like secrets you know like he literally seen they literally seen Elijah and Moses like in the seen them like while they were on this mountain with Jesus and that is something that is only that I feel like only you would experience and only you would know and only you would see when you're in relationship with God so one thing that he wanted me to state is that when you're spending alone time with him then you will he will reveal things to you he will show you things and the questions that you have maybe you know that you have them, maybe you don't know that you have them like he can reveal things to him it says after six days so after six days Jesus took them up on this mountain and so it takes time sometimes basically is what that was speaking to me when I read it so sometimes like when we're spending time with Jesus he's not going to tell us immediately but he's going to take us on a walk on this journey to the high places with him and then he's going to reveal things to us so that was one of the things that God revealed to me. Okay, 
So moving forward now into the next part of this, um, the revolution that God gave me, and this is now pertaining to God um, and the way that he feels about childhood trauma and the things that traumatize you and the revelation I had was so impactful and so powerful that I truly believe that this was something that God wanted his children to know in regards to his heart posture and the way that he feels when you are um, being attacked by impure spirits and spirits that you don't even know how they got there they just got attached to you um, I know that this is a word that is intentional because we serve an intentional God because yesterday there was some crazy drama that was happening within my family and I recognized it to be childhood trauma and a lot of things that like people needed healing from and so to read this scripture today and like for God to break it down and to like really give me revelation I just knew that it was something that somebody needed to hear so this passages or the passage of scripture that we're going to focus in on is Mark chapter 9 verses 14 through 29 so in this part of the scripture after Jesus had um, revealed this glorious thing to James, John, and Peter on this mountain. They um, go meet with the disciples, other disciples, in a different place. And so here, Jesus and the disciples, they see a large crowd around them and the teachers of the law arguing with them. So I think that they were arguing about, I don't know what they were arguing about, um, but I really think it was in regards to why they couldn't heal this this boy that I'm going to explain. But so they were in, um, they entered into this environment where they were arguing, the teachers were arguing amongst themselves. And then as soon as they saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder and ran to greet him. So as they were arguing, Jesus says, what are you arguing about? And so a man in the crowd answered and ran over to Jesus and said, teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gashes his teeth and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. And so Jesus says, you unbelieving generation, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So in this particular point in the scripture, um, one thing that God pointed out to me is that um, he cares so much about, um, he cares so much about like our unbelief and our disbelief. So he was talking at this point to the disciples and asking them like, um, you know, asking them, like, or basically telling them, like, why are you unbelieving? Like, why? Like, how long should I wait on you to believe in what I can do? Believe in the power of prayer? Like, what, what, what y'all doing up here, basically, is what God was saying. And so, they were sitting there, and they were talking, and then Jesus said, bring the boy to me. Come on, bring me my baby, because y'all not doing it right, and I got to show y'all something. I got to teach y'all a lesson real quick. And so, when they brought the boy to him, and Jesus saw the spirit, it immediately threw the boy into convulsion, and I'd be having a hard time pronouncing that word, but it immediately threw the boy into convulsion, which is basically like a very dis uncomfortable, uncontrollable, like physical, painful thing that was happening to this boy. And so he fell to the ground and rolled out, foaming at the mouth, and Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? from childhood he answered it has often thrown him into a fire or water to kill him but if you can do anything take pity on us and help us so in this point in scripture what 
Jesus revealed to me is that when we are consumed by the things of our childhood, when we are consumed by these impure spirits, when these things are attacking us from the inside, then it affects us on the outside. So sometimes you may encounter someone that has a spirit on them and you may be like, you know, thinking that it's an ugly person or like that there is something wrong with them. But what Jesus is revealing that it's not them, it's the spirit that's in them. So sometimes the things that you're exposed to in childhood, whether that have been someone who hurt you mentally or physically or emotionally, like as a child or you felt rejected, like these things, like the spirits that can come to you, that can get attached to you or get attached to someone that you know, like sometimes they will hurt the person from the inside out. So I don't know if you see um, like certain people, like they walk around with um, like as if they have um I don't know like you could just tell that they're going through something and so what Jesus was revealing to me is that we should be very cautious about um this is a side note but we should be very cautious about when we judge people that may not be as nice or as um whatever it is whatever the case they are probably going through something and there's spirits attached to them that we have to be like just cautious of maybe it's a spirit operating on them um and also if I can go into a quick tangent about um a friend that I had that was recently going through something and they were coming to me and God gave them a dream and he said to them in the dream it's not the person it's the spirit in them and then when he told me I knew that that was for me because I at a particular point in time was getting annoyed a little bit with trying to help this person grow spiritually but not even as trying to be their savior I just was throwing them just the word and what God said and um I trusted that God was going to do it but also having a little bit of impatience with the person um, for trying to overcome the thing that they were going through but when I heard that when my friend told me that it created so much peace within me to know um that God even looked at my heart and said it's not them it's the person it's the spirit that's attached to them so just when someone is going through something and when somebody is going through things like really be try to be gentle because that's the fruit of the spirit that we should have gentleness and kindness when somebody is going through something and just allow God to do the work that he's gonna do in them so Jesus says like um, once he tells Jesus that this is the spirit that has been operating him from childhood, um, he then goes to say it has often thrown him into a fire or water to kill him. And so what Jesus had revealed to me in this point in scripture is that when things happen to us in our childhood, it is the devil. Like when bad things happen, when things happen that create bad habits or things that we find difficult to break from, it is Satan trying to kill us or kill the purpose in us or kill the hope in the future that God has for us. So the things that you're bottling up or the things that you're trying to run from or the things that you don't want to like acknowledge, that is... um satan is hoping that that is going to kill your purpose like he's hoping that you're going to be consumed by the fire and drowned in the water like he's hoping and that's what he wants for you to give up before you even realize like who god called you to be um and then the father says in desperation but if you can do anything take pity on us and help us so what god revealed to me is that he wants you to have a heart posture I wants us to have a heart posture that is humble that will go before him and say Jesus help me because I cannot help myself like I really need your power right now like I cannot do this so do not go through life thinking that you have to be super strong or super um 
super strong or that you have to like bottle everything up or think that you don't have you can't express your emotions before the lord like he wants you to be desperate enough to ask for help so be desperate enough to ask for help and i do apologize if you hear my nephew in the background because he baby he just be, be doing what babies do so <laughs> but um definitely just go before god be humble and the things that are hurting you do not try to be masculine or ladies like do not think that you have to be a strong black woman or a strong woman in general don't think that you have to like bottle these things up and that um like you can't take these before god he wants you to have a humble heart that is desperate for him to change you so just allow him to do that work so once this happens then jesus basically questions the father he says if you can like basically what do you mean if i can like i'm god like what do you mean if i can and then he says everything is possible for the one who believes so jesus was test or led teaching this man basically like you have to believe that it is done so that i can do it and immediately the boy's father exclaimed i do believe help me overcome my belief so this is another point of desperation like this man for his child had come to a point where it was like i need you i need help i cannot do this on my own and jesus was like well do you believe basically like what do you mean can i can i and he was like help me with my unbelief and jesus was like i got you so and i just want to go off on another another jesus help me another side tangent and say that just because you are struggling with unbelief doesn't mean that god can't help you um if i can be very very vulnerable i remember in the beginning of my walk with christ like i did not believe in this messiah that people talked about like i had a childhood where i just had more questions than i did answers and i just you know couldn't bring myself to believe in something that i did not see but jesus being as good as he was i remember um you know praying and asking god to help me with my unbelief and then i remember every single day um for me this is me personally every single day fighting to believe like i was like i'm going to because if this is if this is going to give me the healing that I need, if this is going to be attached to like goodness in my life, if I'm going to see the other side of this, I was desperate. Like I was desperate for a savior. And I was like, if this is going to bring me to where I'm supposed to go, then Jesus, you got me. You ain't got to, you ain't got to worry about it. Like I'm going to keep, keep going. I'm going to keep um, seeking after you. I'm going to keep fighting until I do believe. And, um, that was just the story for me like jesus can do miracles where if you ask him to help you with your unbelief and he could do it in the snap of a finger because he's god but for the fruit that he was producing in me it took a little bit longer than others and i was just very grateful for that today because i realized like some of the roots that i had were buried so deep unbelief and that is another point that i want to make and i know that that was the holy spirit just reminded me to say this but if you are somebody who is struggling with unbelief do not think that god is rushing you to um to overcome this this deep root that is buried in you like and even when it comes to childhood trauma do not think that god is rushing you to heal like he wants you to he wants to take you step by step because sometimes it might be too much if he tries to rush you through um this process so for someone there may be a lot of things that he wants to show you in order to take you from point a to point b and that's okay because as long as you just know that jesus 
is who he says he is and he can do what he said he could do so just keep trusting in him and keep holding on to his hand because breakthrough and healing is on the other side um and just be graceful with yourself don't think that you have to have all the answers and that you have to be um you have to know everything right away or that you have to be healed immediately it's okay to um take your time because even when he told me earlier to sit with this like basically don't rush this word don't rush um the things that i'm telling you in this word i knew that he also was applying that to don't rush the process like don't rush me when i'm trying to show you things like when i'm trying to show you things about yourself and when it comes to your childhood sit with me in it and i will you know take you by your hand because he is such a gentle man god is not gonna do anything unless you allow him to so when you're if you don't ask him to help you he will not help you but if you open up your heart and even in the point of saying i don't believe but i still want your help then he's gonna do it because then you have you saw him like you're seeking him that is a process of seeking him and he is going to answer um and i'm speaking from experience because you're looking at somebody who you know i had never i didn't want for a long period of time I didn't care what people believed in and now I do so um I'm a walking living testimony that God can do what he said he can do and that when you do seek him and you allow him to show his character to you he is going to he's gonna do more than you can ask or imagine like he's not just gonna show you like who he is he's also gonna show you how much he loves you so it's and and that's gonna look different for everybody in the sense that there's things that happen to you in your life or that are going to happen or that are happening and you need him and we can do nothing apart for him so I just want to go off on a little tangent and just say that because I feel like that is so important for somebody to hear but then after um he said help me overcome the father asks God to help him overcome his belief then Jesus does it immediately. This man didn't have to do backflip, cartwheels, run a mile. He didn't have to do any of that to get Jesus, um, get Jesus's attention. All he had to say is help me overcome my belief and please help me. And Jesus said, I got you. Um, and another thing, and I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but another thing in this particular point of scripture or in the passage in itself is that what Jesus revealed, and there's so many lessons that you can just learn from this, but is that um, sometimes when people may not know what to pray for themselves. So sometimes you may encounter somebody that's going through a tough season and they may not know the prayers to prayer. I know when God has sent my friend in my direction, like I knew like as a Christian, knowing like what God had done for me and what God had put me through, I knew that God sent my friend to me to talk to me and sent my friend to me for me to pray for them and sent my friend to me for me to speak life over them and for me to share my faith because I was strong in that area and this person needed it. So when God, sometimes God is going to call you to um, pray and to be the faith for somebody else. So somebody else may be struggling with unbelief and may not know where to start. And God will use you to intercede on their behalf. And when he does, like your faith will be the thing that heals them. And then he'll do the work in them because they'll start to see it. I am so sorry, y'all. My nephew was knocking on the door because he wanted some of these cookies that I bought. So, TT had to answer. But, um, anyways, sometimes God is going to call you to intercede and pray on the behalf of someone else because of your faith and your faith being strong and you having 
a belief in him and knowing that his power that he is true to his word knowing that he means what he says knowing that he is faithful and that he is good and he is just like you knowing these things and you having your own relationship will be something that benefits somebody else's relationship so so that's why it's so important to you know have a relationship and be strong because it's never just about us like god does things to yes we get um, rewarded and we get blessed in the process but in being a blessing we bless someone else and i can't remember exactly where it is stated in scripture but it does state somewhere um in the when we think about giving that the best thing that you could give is um your time and your service to god's children like that is the most rewarding type of giving that you could ever give um and it is the one that pleases god it's the one that um gets its attention of course he wants us to tithe and to give our 10 percent and give him the first fruit but he also wants us to serve and that is like when you do it generously god is very pleased with that so um going through the rest of the scripture um after Jesus heals the boy, then um, it says that Jesus had gone indoors with his disciples and they privately asked him. So this is circling right back to the beginning of the scripture when it says that Jesus takes you alone and reveals things to you. And he talks to you when you're alone with him. So he took his disciples and they asked him privately. And they said, why couldn't we drive out the spirit? And Jesus replied, this kind can come out only by prayer. And so what that revealed is that when you are in the act of praying on someone's behalf or you're in the act of praying for yourself or a situation that you're going through, and when you're in the act of praying for healing, that you are in the act of being humble and going before God and being desperate and knowing that this is a situation that is far beyond your hands and that you trust him and that you believe in him and that you know that he's going to do the same thing that he said he's going to do and that he's able to help you heal. It is in the father's it is the father's desire for him to heal you through um the things that you are going through the things that torment you the things that break you down the things that make you cry the things that hurt you still the things that create bitterness in your heart we serve a god that is so good that he loves the ugliest parts of us and i can be just honest and say like i'm not always a sweetheart like there are times where i realize like i have things that are not beautiful about myself that would not benefit anyone else like it wouldn't benefit it doesn't benefit the kingdom of god and so it's something that has to go and it it can be very you can feel very disheartened when you feel like i'm um, displeasing god with this but one thing that you never like people never realize is that when you're honest with god about even like the ugliest parts when you say like yeah god like that wasn't right I don't know why I'm like this and it just it don't feel good like even that's being vulnerable with God is being humble before him and saying like this is a real problem like I don't know what to do with it I'm being ugly with you I'm showing you my ugliness I'm not hiding it from you I'm showing you that I need work in this area I'm being honest in regards to it and I'm upset I'm hurt and I just need help um and maybe even you don't say like I need help maybe you just show him like this is ugly and this is me being ugly and this is who I am right now and Jesus will still help you work through it he'll help you he'll show you your hot posture so he'll give you in spiritual eyes and ears and um just you can see things in the spirit where you're like okay this is not good this is something that cannot this is not going to benefit the kingdom of God and he'll show you those things about yourself and help you work through them so um 
basically when God says it can only come out by prayer or this thing can only be healed by prayer he is saying like it can only be healed if you come humbly before me and you ask and you seek me and then you say that you need help like you you're humble in regards to saying that you need help but also if you believe so once you pray you believe you don't just pray and say okay God's not gonna do it you pray and say I believe that you are who you say you are and I know that you're capable of doing exceedingly and abundantly above all I can ever think or imagine and you say until you believe it but Jesus is definitely gonna help you and he wants to reveal things to you he wants to help you overcome those those traumas those those childhood traumas the things that broke you when you were in your purest most innocent form of life like satan came to kill steal and destroy and god came to god came down in the form of jesus christ to give you life more abundantly and hope in a future so i hope this encourages somebody um i'm very winded and out of breath from just the passion that i feel from like this word and also like running around on my tt duties but i hope that this word really um helps someone and it really provides you with peace in knowing that your father in heaven does care about you he does love you he does see you he does hear you he does want you he does desire you he does have plan for you he's not upset with you he's not angry with you he's not looking at you like you didn't come to me like I don't want you no more like he's looking like you didn't come to me come to me now and so just know that he is for you like he really does care about the things that hurt you as a child and the things that you're holding on to as I mentioned earlier which is a thought that I had never thought of like sometimes trauma isn't just that somebody did something to you sometimes it's that you witnessed something that you were never supposed to witness and because of that it planted a seed of fear and insecurity and doubt in your heart and so when you grew up as an adult a young adult or maybe a grown adult or an elder like maybe you grew up your whole life thinking that God forgot about you or that he didn't care about you or that he doesn't see you or that he doesn't care about the things that you went through or that he it was intentional or that he hates you and that is all the lie of the enemy because I know even when I'm in my like lowest most ugliest self and and I think and I have to remember in those times that when I'm like that and I'm angry that it is not God that is doing it that it is the enemy that's attacking me and in that moment when I just switch my brain for a quick second to remember the goodness of God and how real he is and how honest he is and how like and how much he truly cares like then is when I start to experience his goodness and just remembering that he is a good God and that no matter how ugly I am or the mistakes that I make or the faults that I make that he is still good he is the same God of Isaac Jacob and Abraham and he's the same God of Moses he's the same God his character never changes and what he does for one he will do for another he has no respect to person so if you are someone who is in need of a savior and of love then I urge you to just get to know your heavenly father like he he is going to be your best friend like he is not going to put you in 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 situations where he will not be there with you like when God allows us to go through things is to produce perseverance in us and to give us strength but also to just show up and ultimately give him the glory he gets the glory out of it so that we can shine our lights and help other people shine lights and one of the other things that he revealed to me this morning is like this conversation about being the salt of the earth because I just never understood that I'm like God what does it mean to be salty 
in the same chapter of Mark 9 is the very last verse and um, it says or verses 49 and 50 it says everyone will be salted with fire salt is good but if it loses its saltiness how can you make it salty again have salt among yourselves and be at peace with each other and so I was like God, what does it mean to be salty and what I realized that it means which let me pull my notes because I want to get this right but what I realized that being salty means is um, to act as preservative to slow down the erosion to fly a flag for gospel truth and to consistently plant acts of kindness love and sacrifice for the good of others day after day slowing down erosion so God wants us to be the salt of the earth and wants us to use us even though he doesn't need us he wants to use us to to heal the world and create healing in other people and the only way he can do that is if we allow ourselves to open up and be used by him so that is my word for you today i pray that this word encourages you to really just get to know the father and know that he loves you and that he always had a plan for you and that he's not upset with you he's not angry with you he's not disappointed he just wants to help you do that thing he wants to show you the ropes and show you the the way around and if you are currently a christian who is walking with god and you struggle with um being used by god you struggle with um holding on to some of those things in the past god called you to be a new thing and he called you to be the salt of the earth so just go before him and allow him to make you new and sit with him in the private place in the lonely in the in the silence with him and whatever the secret place looks like for you in your life and allow him to reveal things to you because there is so much that he has to show you and so much he wants to tell you and so many conversations that he wants to have had with you so that is my word for you today i love and i hope you have a blessed rest of your night